0: Hey, it's Randy Gage and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, this week for the podcast exclusive, let's talk about how you manifest your breakthrough into reality. So last week's exclusive, we talked about the engineering, the process of a breakthrough. Um, So today, I'd like to, this week, let's go a little deeper because this is a topic that's really resonated with you guys. I noticed um, episode 81 was about programming your subconscious mind. And that went immediately into the top 10 episodes. And when I say into the top 10, I mean it, it's number two behind number the very first one, episode one. Um, and a lot of people start at the beginning, so that's always been the number one episode, but uh, that one on 81, uh, number 81, on programming your subconscious mind, went straight up to number two. So I want to look at that a little deeper this, uh, this week. And before I do, I just want to say thank you. Uh, last week we had our single biggest day ever of downloads, and it was the single biggest week ever of downloads. And new subscribers. So I appreciate you guys uh, getting the word out and um, uh, Scandinavia, you rocketing up the charts. I actually, um, I think that big event I did over in Stockholm helped obviously, but the uh, listener locations now US leads. Germany is second sweden is now third just a one-tenth ahead of norway then the uk canada philippines denmark mexico austria spain and then slovakia so um those are the top 10 or whatever it is uh in listener locations so i appreciate you guys spreading the word on that and please continue to do so Uh, give it a rating on iTunes, uh, screenshot your phone while you're listening and put it on Insta or Facebook and just let your friends know about it. All right, so how do you manifest your breakthrough into reality? Uh, One of the important things I think is you have to decide it's time for your breakthrough, right? That's a bigger step than a lot of people realize because every great thing is manifested twice the first time it's manifested is in your mind when you make that decision and then the second time is when you actually manifest it on the physical realm and you have to see that in your mind first and you decide i'm gonna write the great american novel I'm gonna take my company public. I'm gonna start a nonprofit agency to take care of people who don't have potable drinking water. Uh, you know, you you create that vision in your mind first and then you manifest it on the uh physical plane, right? So that episode that was so popular about with so many of you was about how we program our subconscious mind. So let's dig a little deeper this week and and look at the issue of, not the issue, the the practice of uh, prosperity maps or dream boards. And I would like to share a story. If you read my um, five book series on prosperity, you heard this story. You read this story. But I want to share it again for those of you who didn't. And just remind you guys who read it three years ago, seven years ago, and forgot because to me, it really uh, anchors the uh, power of the subconscious mind. So what is a prosperity map or a dream board? You get a big poster. I actually have a kit, a prosperity map kit you could buy on my website, but you don't need that. You could just get a poster board from an art store and you need glue and scissors and then you collect a bunch of magazines uh, and and things where you're looking for images you can post. Um, And the only real rule is look. you want to post things you want to do, have, and become. That's the only big rule. Otherwise, I don't think there's any rules. The image just has to mean something to you. It doesn't have to mean something to someone else. Um, If you want to manifest a husband, right? Well, you could put a picture of a handsome looking guy that you think you visualize your husband looking like. Or you could put a picture of a couple holding hands from the back. Or you could put a picture of a wedding ring. Or you could put a picture of the church that you want to get married in, right? It only has to mean something to you. But you have to be really careful. Uh, Sherry Peacock, who was my, uh, the, the lady who ran all of my companies before I sold the, uh, the publishing division, Uh, She did her dream board and so she put and she wanted to manifest a a husband so she found this picture of this really handsome guy in a magazine and she put it on her board (laughs) and then she met a guy who looked just like that and he asked her out for a date and they started dating and they had a relationship and he was a creep, (laughs) right? So she was like, I had to break up with him, (laughs) excuse me he looks like that picture but oh my god he's so needy and narcissistic and this and that and and then so she changed her dream board and I think she just put a set of wedding bands and then she met John who became her husband and they've been living happily ever after right Um, it's really powerful what you put on there because the idea is you could split it into sections you could have health relationships work you know different things or you could just mix and match it anywhere, everywhere. There's really, like I say, no rules other than the, the core uh, uh, directive we want is things we want to do have and become. So if uh, one of the things you want to do is take a cruise around the world, okay, you could just put a picture of a cruise ship. If one of the things you want to do is um, help people in Africa who don't have access to water, you could plant, you know, put a well Uh, whatever. And so it's things that mean something to you. Don't put it where everyone's going to see it because most people are negative. Most people are going to ridicule. Put it where you will see it every morning when you wake up, every night before you go to bed. Even when you just walk by and it's in your peripheral vision, it's still programming your subconscious mind. Uh, So now let me tell you the story for me. And I would tell you this, Uh, I'm just redoing my board now. I'm setting up a new board for 2019. And I think you have to do that from time to time. You have to refresh it. Sometimes your priorities have changed. Sometimes you're at a different space in your life. My dream board today is dramatically different than the first one I did, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. Um, 15 years ago, my board was really heavily skewed to materialistic things, because I was broke to start with and I really wanted to be rich and I hadn't evolved that much as a person. So it was all about cars and, and possessions and homes and uh, jewelry and fashion and, you know, and I manifested all that stuff, right? You guys kind of, most of you know my story and you know I, I've created a lot of wealth and, and bought a lot of material possessions after I took that two-year sabbatical and kind of really did some introspection obviously my priorities and life have changed if you looked at my board now and don't ask because I wouldn't show it to you because I think that should be a personal thing um, you would see my board today is much more about who I want to become the evolution as a person I'm taking right now my my perceived path toward enlightenment and where I believe I want to go with that uh, and at every, different stages of your life you're gonna be at different uh, states of mind and, and look for different processes so you have to go back and redo these sometimes the other reason you have to go back and redo them is You've manifested everything on there or most of the stuff on there. I mean, if you went back and looked at my um, earlier boards, I mean, New York Times bestseller, become a millionaire, top income earner in the world, in my company, um, just so many things. And they came about so let me tell you about one that came about the viper my first viper (laughs) which is a car for you guys who don't know Uh, because i just think this it's a fun story and it really demonstrates the awesome magnitude of the power of your subconscious mind so here's the deal i'm watching something on tv way back in the day must be late 90s Uh, Dodge is trying to reinvent itself. Lee Iacocca's in there. He's re-engineering the company and he puts out a commercial for the Dodge Viper, which wasn't out yet. It wasn't even coming out till the next year, but he was trying to, you know, they really built uh, the Viper to recapture the the sexiness of their brand back in the day when they had the, you know, when, when Chrysler had the Cuda and the Charger and the Challenger and the, uh, Charger and the, uh, uh, Challenger, they were the Dodge mark and, and, you know, they were known for muscle. It was the heyday of Detroit muscle. And then, of course, the Arab oil boycott or whatever that, whatever you call it, when we had all the gas shortages and people in lines and everybody went to economy cars and um, Dodge made some horrible, disgusting cars and just cheap cars, the K car. Uh, and they were just losing market share. And they said, we've got to do something to reset the brand so they create what i what i to this day still believe is the ultimate sexiest muscle car that ever came out of detroit the dodge viper so he runs a commercial that hey watch for the future here's where we're going and he just shows a red dodge viper on the screen and just sitting still it looks like it's coming at you at 200 miles an hour and i was like (gasps) I got to own that car. So, a short time later, I'm doing a dream board. I get a Rob Report or a DuPont Registry, one of those magazines that have lots of exotic, sexy sport cars. I find a picture of a Dodge Viper and I put it on my dream board. So, fast forward a couple of months later, I get a call by a startup company. uh, uh, They've been in business for maybe a year or something. Um, they got a little bit of sales going on but they're kind of plateaued. They want to make a big jump. So they want to hire me to come in and consult with them and help them design their marketing materials and the training programs for their leaders and their systems so people can duplicate and get better results so uh we're having a meeting and it's me and the president ceo founder and the cfo and the vice president uh maybe one or two other people from the company and they're going through everything they want to do and then i go through everything that i can do for them and they say great we want to hire you what's it going to cost And I say, okay, you're gonna, this much would be the initiation fee. It's gonna be an 18 month contract. This will be uh, the monthly retainer. Uh, I want a upside for me, some kind of percentage of the increase in sales. If I produce, I get rewarded more. Uh, Great, 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 check, check, check. (laughs) They're agreeing to everything. And no negotiation, no bargaining. They're like, yes, 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 we want this guy. And then I say, finally, Uh, when your sales hit two million dollars a month, you're going to ship me a new Dodge Viper down to Miami. (laughs) And the CFO, chief financial officer, he jumps in. Absolutely not. We can't do that. It's a nightmare with the insurance and the licensing and transferring it. And we'd have problems with the regulators. And no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. I'm like, excuse me I'm not interested in your personal problems when I get you to 2 million a month you send me the Viper So the CFO just keeps arguing to find the CEO who wants to hire me overrules them and says no put it in the freaking contract we're doing it so <laughs> now it's in my contract <laughs> When they get to two million a month, they're sending me a viper. Now, and maybe they're doing uh, fifty thousand, hundred thousand a month, you know. So then it's two hundred thousand a month, and then we hit four hundred thousand a month, and then we hit the million a month, and million point, you know, two five, and um, so one day I get a call, and it's Matt, the uh, CEO founder, and he says, "Listen." We just closed out last month. We did 1.7 million. That we're so far ahead of the curve, you know, we didn't expect to be there for a couple of years. I wanna send you the Viper right now. I'm like, wow, I love it. Uh, he says, there's one problem. I said, well, what, what, what? He said, well, I called my friend cause he owns the largest Viper dealership in the world. He specializes in Vipers and he's got and i wanted to surprise you so i called him up and said you know what do you got going on what and he's got a unique one of a kind viper that no one else in the world has it's got louvers in the side vents that were made by the company that did the original body design for dodge they had this as a option but it didn't get included and they've got those and so he was you know regaling me with all these unique things that this car had modifications and uh more horsepower and everything <laughs> so i'm like dude well you know what's the problem <laughs> I, I love it he's like the problem is it's black and i know you said you wanted a red one Like, oh, my God, black, oh, I don't know. But he says, it's up to you, Randy. If you want a red one, I'll get you a red one. But this, uh, this black one was created for this billionaire who owns this casino chain in Vegas, and now he's going through a divorce, and he's got to raise money, and he's selling the car. Like, okay, wait, you know. All right, let me think about it. Give me an hour, I'm going to call you back so i do what i like to do to think i jump on my bike and i go for a ride in south beach to think it out think it out through Uh, so i go down to uh, ocean drive and i'm pedaling down ocean drive and i get around to larios on the beach and there's two vipers sitting in front of larios a black one (laughs) and a red one and you say oh that's impossible that coincidence that could never ha- of course it happened you say how did it happen easy I manifested that to happen <laughs> now you say what are you crazy gates you think you somehow sent psychic energy through the universe that went to somebody who owned a red viper and someone who owned a black viper and they both decided hey I want to go for lunch at Larios today and I'm taking the Viper. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I believe. <laughs> so you can think I'm crazy. I don't care. That's what I believe. So there's the red one. There's the black one. I ride past him going south. I ride past him going north. I slow down. I stop the bike. I'm lo- I get off the bike. I walk up. I look at the black one. I walk up. I look at the red one. And I decide <laughs> I gotta get the black one. So I call Matt, dude, send the black one. I want it. And that weekend, I remember I was doing a seminar somewhere, and I came back. I got on the. I landed at 1.30 in the morning in Miami. Uh, and drove to my office because they had delivered the car that day and it was in my uh, parking space in my garage in my office and you know two in the morning (laughs) I went and went up to my office got the key went down hopped in the Black Viper and took it out on I-95 at uh, three in the morning and um I believe the Statue of Libertations has expired so I can safely share with you that I took that puppy up to 150 mile an hour just to see how it handled. (laughs) And it was just, that car is just poetry in motion. So what's the moral of this story? Why am I telling you all this? Because the picture on my dream board was a black viper not a red one and that is the power of when you program your subconscious mind that's how powerful it really is so as you look at okay how do you manifest your next breakthrough how do you actually turn it into reality remember a couple of key things first of all you have to decide it's your time for your breakthrough second of all you have to see that breakthrough in your mind first number three you have to imprint that breakthrough on your subconscious mind affirmations visualizations um, uh, having your personal movie script, any the more and more and more times you imprint that on your subconscious mind, the more powerful that programming will be. And then remember what we talked about in the podcast exclusive of last week, which is the three critical elements in the biggest breakthrough. And just to refresh her, the first is that the greatest breakthroughs usually come from failures not successes. So ask yourself what is the failure you've already had or the failure you're going through right now that you can learn from and build your next breakthrough on? Critical element number two, remember we know that The breakthroughs come from looking at the internal things, not the external things. So ask yourself, what skill do you need to develop? What talent do you have that you need to hone? What is the change you have to make in yourself? Stop worrying about Trump. Stop worrying about the economy. Stop worrying about the media. Stop worrying about your boss, your crooked partner, your negative spouse. Stop looking for blame external. You want a real breakthrough. It's not that external stuff that's holding you back. It's your internal stuff. So the second thing is ask yourself, what do you need to change about you to create your next breakthrough? And then the third key thing we talked about last week is that you can't develop a new breakthrough with old beliefs. So ask yourself, what is the limiting belief Or limiting beliefs that I have that I need to blow up, eviscerate, send them back to the nothingness from which they came. And what is the new, positive, empowering belief or beliefs that I need to replace them with? So what we're really talking about here is a dramatic reset of your focus. Instead of listening to this podcast right now, if you're on the treadmill, you're walking the dog, you're on a plane, whatever you're doing, and you say, wow, that's great, I'm love, man, I'm fired up, but what Randy just talked about won't work for me because... If you're thinking that, if you thought that, even for a hundredth of a millimeter of a second, then you've got an old belief that you need to drop. Because you shouldn't be listening to this for why this won't work. You need to be listening to this to say, okay, great. Now, how do I make this work for me? All right, go out there, have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, Let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.